Hello wonderful listeners, thank you so much for joining me for another episode in 2024. Um, This is your space for all ponderings from this third culture kid therapist. Um, I love actually, increasingly, I'm getting used to this and I love coming to um, sit and reflect and often from promptings from work this week or from um, my own experiences as I process my own third culture kid story and uppermost in my mind at the moment is something I think a lot of us will be dealing with and that is new year's resolutions Um, goal setting planning for the year ahead some of you will have mapped out all of your travel plans for 2024 by now everybody you're going to visit all these new experiences you're going to have um And for many years, I avoided any kind of resolution setting. I found it pressuring and reductive and irritating, frankly, the idea that, you know, if there's something I should be doing, why wait until the new year? Just get on and do it. Um, Increasingly, I'm finding myself leaning into the season that it is in the northern hemisphere um, where it's cold and it's dark and it seems to invite reflection for me and so I got excited I'm also coming towards the end of um, some coaching training and that invites goal setting constantly really practical really grounded what changes do you want to see kind of thinking and it's been a great experience so me being me and a kind of all or nothing state of mind do you know I shouldn't say that it's too static it fixes my identity as an inevitable all or nothing I have had, I'm going to rephrase, I'm rewriting my story of self um, for you in this episode. Um, Not this is who I am, all or nothing, but I have seen a tendency of mine to be all or nothing, something that I think can be attributed to personality, but something I see in so many other TCKs as well that I do wonder if that all or nothing piece is highly likely to be linked to the all or nothing nature of of our moves of our lives really we were all in one place or possibly never to see it again um, there were these kind of abrupt uh, bookmarks or um, truncating of experience that that meant there were these extremes that we were raised with um, extremes of contrast extremes of lifestyle change Um, and certainly I can see that tendency to carry over that I have a kind of trying to pick up a whole new life or identity wholesale and a real struggle with incremental shifts 
again, something I see reflected in a lot of the third culture kids I work with. Um, so what I did was, is I sat down and came up with about eight different goals. Um, I spent hours poring over habit trackers and goal apps. Um, and the one that I ended up, um, I don't get commission for this, by the way, but the one I ended up um, staying with, actually, as an app was one that a client put me on to um, a year or so ago now um, called Finch. Um, there's an, a huge element of this that is playful and childlike and nurturing and fun um, with, with a lot of um, mental health and well-being focus built into the app as well um and it's yeah it's playful it's cute um it's fun and and there are a huge number of options available on the free version so i added loads of goals um gave them all timers and days of the week and everything from um music to um, work goals to reading goals to fitness goals um, relational goals um, and I failed by the 2nd of January <laughs> I couldn't keep up I'd approached my goal setting as if I had full control of all the variables um, in my life actually as essentially as if I was untethered thinking about it now and what I mean by that is that there's no other people needing me or um, who I share time with um, without any kind of recognition of the existing structures of my life I suppose I treated every future 24-hour period as if it was a complete blank canvas I could just write on which is kind of how moves were for me growing up you you, you untether and you start again and you write from ground zero except I wasn't writing from ground zero I didn't have a full free 24 hours to commandeer but that hadn't really processed in how I was approaching making changes in my life it was it was as if instead of looking at where I wanted to make changes or edit or adjust I decided to rewrite the entire thing a bit a bit extreme the proof of growth here is that when I failed by day two, I didn't dive into a pit of despair. I just observed it, sighed, a little bit of an eye roll. And that in itself is something I want to bring to you today because I wonder how many of us, I don't wonder, I know so many of us have grown up with the expectations either from within ourselves or really quite explicitly from out there, um, that we would live a kind of big life, a global life, a life full of achievements and challenge. We might have had um, leadership as a word thrown around us, um, making a difference. 
none of these things are bad words, <laughs> to be clear. Um, but it's something I've seen in the communities that third culture kids often grow up in, that their parents are frequently in a place in their lives where they are kind of forging ahead or forging a new way, shall we say, or going against the grain to a certain extent in their own family dynamic or um, odd ones out, but with a certain amount of power and influence and impact. And all of this kind of collates together added to the fact that there's this global scale, added to the fact that there's often a strong social justice or humanitarian streak to um, a TCK's early exposure, or a kind of big business mentality, international business mentality, the big picture. And we can sort of find ourselves in our adult lives really continuing this mode of expectation on ourselves in a way that becomes um, a setup almost. Um, so what, you know, going back to my horrendously planned goal setting for 2024, um, what I did there was set up a kind of big life, set up a, a life where I did all the things, essentially about five lives combined, given my time blindness on this. Um, that if we aren't, aren't challenged and striving and aiming for big and better, what are we doing with ourselves? Because the mundane and the simple act of maintaining the life you already have that can be, I want to say almost impossibly hard, it's not impossible, but it can feel that way. That we've got more experience of started starting over and big projecting than we do of the maintaining, I was going to say grind, that says a lot about my emotional um, association with maintaining life. And so we end up with this kind of set up for self-dissatisfaction really. I've, I've started to see how at the end of every day, if all I've achieved, and I'm putting them entre guillemets or um, in quotation marks here, um, that if all I've achieved is doing my job <laughs> and feeding myself and my loved ones, and maintaining a safe home environment, um, looking after my body, then, then I've failed. Because I've not pushed forward, I've not entered new frontiers, I've not um, done extra, essentially. And that's a lot to expect of oneself and and increasingly as i as many of you are doing work down the the root of self compassion i look at this human this this lovely human that i am doing her damnedest experiencing joy working hard growing all over the place making life beautiful and then I'm going to 
be disappointed in her? Why would I do that? That's not fair on her. And this is the power of self-compassion is we begin to stand up for ourselves. We begin to honour the work that is actually being done. We begin to see how unfair our carried over expectations are. So I find myself today really grateful actually for my hopeless goal setting of 2024. And I don't think I'm done with goal setting. I don't think I'm done with New Year's resolutions actually. I'm resistant to again black and whiting this and deciding to eschew them ever after but I'm finding not quite halfway through January a desire, a deep desire for gentleness with self and a crediting of all that is achieved, of all that is experienced and maybe that's the 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 tension that I want to bring today with the new year, that tension between achievement and experience. I'm so often measuring my achievements or assessing them that I'm not fully experiencing them. And actually one of the practices I found really helpful here is kind of telling the story of my day to myself, which is a sort of micro version of of what I do with you in Life Story Therapies, where you tell me and yourself, crucially yourself, the story of your life. And in doing so, you see yourself. You see the work, you see the struggle, you see the victories, you see the talents, you see the values, you see your character, you see the utter gorgeous delight that you are. And I can do that on a a daily version that actually when I tell the story of what I am doing, no, scratch that, of what I'm experiencing, it's so different process than the assessment one and oh I'm finding fear saying this but I'm going to say it Um, almost the to-do lists falling away the fact that that scares me says an awful lot about my um, crutch of achievement what will I do without my lists well, the reality is, is I'm not throwing them all in the bin. They're there. They're, they're helpful guides to remind me what my priorities are with my time. But I don't have to keep them at the front of my mind constantly. In the same way that if my goals are really about my betterment, if my goals are really about enhancing my experience of life, if they're about me, If I'm paying attention to my experience, I'm going to get there. I'm going to lean into them. I'm going to do them. One of my goals has been to play guitar more often with a particular view to learning to play and sing um, songs from an album of an artist I really like. And it's an utter delight actually it's very frustrating because I'm very slow but it's delightful and wonderful and I love it and when I put it in a goal setting app 
or make a list from it, it becomes a chore and a duty and something I can fail. When I sit and ask myself, what would you like to do now? Or when I make space in my space for my guitar to be prominent and seen, when I make the music accessible, um, when I allow there to be gaps of time and space and, and freedom to do what I want, I'm going to play guitar. It's going to happen. And maybe that's what I'm taking away from this moment of reflection with you today, actually. I process so much talking into the void. <laughs> um, and that maybe the best goals we can set for ourselves are the ones that focus on helping ourselves past whatever limiting thoughts or stories we've been telling so far. Where we facilitate a bit like a parent can facilitate play by making sure the toys are available, not broken, the batteries are up to date and charged, that there's a safe space, that there's a sort of invitation to play by combining certain elements together, water or sand or um, a play kitchen. They don't have to make the child play. They just have to issue the invitation and the child will play and for so many of us working with our stories is a lot about encountering our child selves through the different years and stages of development and parenting ourselves with compassion casting a, a loving delighting gaze and yeah that's where I am today not quite halfway through January and trying to facilitate self-delight and play. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.